Hello everybody. Today we'll be talking about a very controversial subject. It's about how can somebody who's into lifestyle or kinky or basically along that lines be in a relationship with someone who is vanilla. You're probably thinking, well, why is even, or he or she is even doing this? But hey, life happens, stuff happens, we try to make things work. Now, I'm not saying vanilla is a bad thing. Vanilla's good. It's just as, um, it's a good, it's a good thing for a lot of people. People are kinky, people are vanilla, either one can work. Now, when I say vanilla, basically means somebody who can do things, you know, simple, plain, something that, mm, I guess to some people can be, it's called dull or not as um, as exciting or, you know, you know what I'm saying. But for some people, it's, it's totally okay. Just doing something normal, simple. Plenty of sex positions fall under vanilla sex category. But even that can be um, subjective, right? No one can tell which positions is, ooh, super kinky or super awesome or whatever. You got plenty to fall under that vanilla, vanilla situation, all right? Of course, most people would agree the most popular vanilla sex position known to man is the missionary on a mission to, you know, that situation there. Or some people could say vanilla sex is about two naked people on bed, no toys, no props, no costumes, no additional threesome, no, just pretty simple. All right. Um, but anyway, but we, you, you get the point. You, you do get the point about what it's all about. Now, um, I will say from people I've talked to and things I've read, people who have dealt with this type of situation I guess you could call it they eh, it's it can get a little complicated um I've seen some where they have one partner okay let's say whatever they're not, they're not really kinky the other one was sometimes a kinky would even call himself a fetish sexual fetish fetish sexual okay and depending on how vanilla we're talking here, are we talking about like super vanilla or like, yeah, they, they can work with it, they can work with it. Okay, we don't know. But for some of those that BDSM will they need like a deep-seated, got to care of this, you know. Um, it would eventually sometimes, you know, cause an issue. For some of those in those kink relationships, that need wanted to be fulfilled. And the vanilla partner would either try to be obliging and maybe want to learn about kink, or they would try to shut down even more. I'm not even talking about the BDSM dynamic. Like, uh... Let's say the whole protocol, dom, sub, or let's say they want to be called daddy. And 
the sub can't want to be doing that. Or let's say the sub want to be called baby girl or all that. I've seen some guys don't want to do that for her either. Um, and then they would have a, a problem where they have to talk about it and sometimes they were butt heads. And a lot of long-term relationships where, let's say you got kids involved. I mean, depending on what you were doing, kids, money, how much you cared, it would sometimes help them move past that. I mean, sex is important in a relationship, but is it the most? Imp- is it the only important thing? No. Even in BDSM. I mean, yes, kink, sex is important. But you and I or anybody else can tell you, is it the only thing that matters? I'm telling you right now, no, it is not. Because eventually, it's going to have to come down. I mean, yeah, you bust a nut, she busts a nut. Okay, it's all well and good. But eventually, well, what now? How do you meld after you got it done rocking crotches? What are you going to do now? The kids, the money, the house, the responsibilities. Do you two care for one another? Can you see yourself sacrificing everything for her? Can she see herself sacrificing herself for you? Do you get along? Do you respect one another? Things like that. But, um. Sometimes people get so far in that all they care about is, well, I'm horny, I want this, I don't get it, so well, well, screw it. But that is more of a simplified version. But there are other people where that king gets goes beyond just the physical. There's the mental, the emotional bond that comes from this. And for those, that really is sometimes a tricky one. Because of the psychological, how can I say this, freedom and sometimes and peace that can come from a BDSM dynamic that they're not able to get sometimes in a vanilla relationship. How a sub might feel and that feeling of subspace and the closeness and that type of bond that she may have a hard time doing with somebody who just doesn't get that lifestyle. And, um, I'm not even going to be talking about to those who even do poly and all. And those who, uh, let's say the girl is bisexual and now she wants to have a dom and also another stuff to play with. And then just turns up a hole in the ball game. That could be her kink. And that could be a little, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to do a podcast on that too later on. But yeah, that, that. That too can get a little bit rough. Or let's say I even heard of one situation where they had a couple who knew their king for different. They were together for like even over 10 years. All right. Trying to make it work. Um, One was a sadist. The other one was vanilla. And they were trying to figure out how they can kind of keep it, you know, keep it working. I think at one point they end up getting a third wheel, another woman, to basically help out with the feedback loop. Like she was the 
middle cog, all right? One liked to give out the pain, the other one was vanilla, didn't like the pain, so she was basically there to help take a little bit of sadism, at the same time give the vanilla a little bit of normalcy in the bedroom. She kind of fit for a little bit for both, because she could handle both. Either one, not doing too much. And um, now my problem was, even though they are, I mean, they have been together for more than 10 years, they said that their marriage is pretty sexless. They're not really, yeah. (laughs) They're kind of having a little bit of a hard time. Um, And their way of doing it, they did have some partner relationships outside of their marriage to help it out a little bit now I'm not saying for everybody out there who is in a kink vanilla relationship to go ahead and you know well we're screwed whatever find some random body and make it work no that just one couple what they did I seen another one where they were trying to make it work the other one was kinky the other one wasn't yeah okay now, the vanilla part of the couple was willing to learn, or at least try, some of the kinks. They didn't go full-on kink, but they were willing to learn and to compromise. And the kinky, the kinky person, was also willing to try vanilla out. They weren't doing a full-on D, um, DS for, um, dynamic, but they were able to get some of their kinks out. And because of that, they were willing to try to compromise and work with that. That was one way where they tried to mm, make it work. Um, I mean, personally, they, they, it worked pretty decent for them. I would say that in this kind of dynamic communication time, and a lot of care is key because they come from almost like two different worlds in a way two different perspectives two different styles even though they may think differently they are still similar a good DF relationship does need respect just like vanilla relationship it does need love it does need communication it does need something to fight for I think any relationship if you don't have the basic fundamentals you're going to have a bad time but I would think that'd be common sense hope it'd be common sense okay but anyway I think of another one where we had another situation where the sub liked to be really degraded you know, talked about, slapped the whole nine yards, bring on the pain, masochism. Uh, the other vanilla was a little bit hesitant because he didn't want to, you know, don't, you know, didn't want to hurt her. Now, of course, the girl has definitely got some pain tolerance. She can take, she can take the pain, but the guy being vanilla was not quite feeling it, so. Once again, they had a conundrum. And it was kind of rough for like a few years. But in this one, 
there is a kinky happy ending. The guy seemed after a few years, something switched in him. The guy who was too hesitant to spank or to choke or do this, over the years, something in him awakened. Now, am I saying, am I saying every vanilla kink relationship ends this way? No, but there are those that do. Yeah, no problem finally waking up and uh, going full on kink on her. Whole nine yards. She's doing pretty well and he has learned about BDSM, did a studying, read, and trained. And he's able to give her her needs to want to be met as a sub in a uh, Dom DS relationship. She's pretty happy, he's pretty happy. Once again, this don't always happen. For them, it did. That's one of all the different scenarios of how this kink could go. I would say don't wait too long to hold your kinks back. If you are kinky, let the other person know. He or she deserves to know. If you are vanilla, let the person know. Once again, he or she deserved to know. The only way you'll ever move forward or try to learn about one, one another, you have to let that part out one way or another. If not, you'll end up just shooting yourself in the foot and always wonder about what if. Or even better, some even went to go see a therapist or a sex educator and they tried to go there and talk it out and see what they could find. Sometimes the vanilla person don't want to budge and they ain't doing nothing and the king gang on the budge and it just, yeah, that, that can happen. To the point where you wonder where are we and how do we get in this situation or this mess. But... You have to always check on yourself. Know yourself. Know your partner. It also makes it very important that you know who you choose. And why you do the things you do. How important is the things you do. And uh, make decisions accordingly. But this is just my take on the vanilla and kink relationship situation on how many ways this can go I hope this can help you out maybe give you a eye opener on what to do who knows I might talk on this again some other time I don't know but anyway I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I hope you take the time to Maybe send an email. Have me sometime about a story or the confession that's on your mind about how you got into kink or what you want to do in kink. Or even check out my website on my uh, profile now. Up on Anchor. Or my Instagram. It's up to you. Anyway. I hope to hear you all next time. Until we meet again.
I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky confessions or like to let out any steamy or sexy stories you want me to read, then by all means, leave a voice message or email me on the link on my bio or leave a message to me on Facebook, which is also on my podcast bio. And finally, if you want to get into rope for some bondage fun, that also is a link in my bio as well on Amazon that I think you might like. But finally, I hope you stick around because I really see this going in a way that might open your eyes a good bit. Until next time.